Welcome to Brewskis and House Keys. My name is Nicole Kostelecki. And I'm Nick Papantanakis. And we are with Remax Alliance here in Old Town, Arvada. Um, speaking of Old Town, Arvada, where did you get the beer from today, Nick? So this beer comes to us today from a uh, short walk from our office at the Denver Beer Company location in Old Town, Arvada. This is the Venga Mexican Lager. Quite delicious on a warm summer day. Um, and, you know, because we're helping celebrate Cinco de Mayo, we felt what better beer, right? Exactly. It's very crisp, super refreshing, even better with the limes. Definitely get some limes. We had Nico go get them for us. Yes, we did. <laughs> we were without limes. And we thought, this is missing something. Last what did our podcast producer do? He went down the way to a local bar. And he said, could we have some lime? He hooked us up. He took care of us <laughs> to make this a complete experience. So I know you. people. You know he some people. Does know people. God, it's good to know people it's who know people. Yes. Ah. Delicious. So, yeah, Denver Beer Company is just right down the way. Um, we have one location here that's awesome. We, I go there quite a bit. They have live music sometimes. Uh, they do. They put their sports up on the... What do they call it? Projector oh, the, yeah, the projector yeah. screen. That's right. That's pretty cool. And they have that stationary food truck food. inside, so you always can have food there, too. Yeah. And a little out. beer garden, too, so it's pretty sweet. It's a lovely I night think. out. Tell you what. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we got this beer today, but they do... Denver Beer Company has a couple other locations, right? Have you been to the one downtown? Yeah, the, so the one downtown is on South Platte. That one's been there longer. I think that's the original, and... Um, you know, they have a lot of staple beers that you'll see, um, the, uh, what was called the pretzel assassin, you know, and they've got some others. Um, but, uh, princess yum yum, Prince, oh man, there's nothing like a princess (laughs) yum yum. I'll tell you what. And the juicy freak. I like that one actually. That's my favorite. Saying those names doesn't make you uncomfortable when you're drinking it. I promise (laughs) it's real. Uh, but that location's great and it's been there a long time and, and they have that attached, um, cerveceria, which is there, which is where they make things like venga. Um, and then we get them up here as well at this location, which is awesome. So really, really great stuff. And it's nice to have it in multiple spots like that and close to us. Walkable? You, you kidding me? Forget about it. It's Lovely. awesome. So that's the cerveceria is actually where this one was made. And then they make other kind of Mexican-style beers. I think they have a horchata stout that's yeah. really good. Very yummy. <laughs> Sounds like something delicious on a winter is uh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. More, oh, more yeah. winter drink. Yes, please. But it's delicious. Fantastic. But speaking of Cinco de Mayo, what did you do yesterday for it? Well, I'll be honest. I didn't have enough of these. Um, there was a lot more uh, work being done than 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 play. Uh, we had some home improvement stuff we were finishing up. We actually had we were having concrete poured at our house for some like not driveway, not anything like that. More like landscape and kind of curb appeal stuff that we were like doing in the backyard or front so yeah or it was it was mostly backyard like filling in some spots from our back patio that needed to be filled in and then we had this one side of our house that goes the full length back and front yard south side of our house that was just mud all the way you know from the backyard to the front yard and the dog was just making it that much worse and so we decided kill two birds with one stone we will make it clean and look nice and we won't have to have as many muddy paw prints as uh, we were having. So having that complete on Cinco de Mayo was like huge win. That was my right. celebration. Is that when you did it yesterday? Yeah, it got, got wrapped up. awesome. Got wrapped up yesterday. And they came by this morning to double check everything, see how it looked. It's fantastic. They did it right. 
local company. I'll give a shout. Can I give a shout out? Am I allowed to give a shout yeah. out? Capra Concrete. Been around for ages, and they just they do it right. They do it right and take their time with it, and they care about the quality. So loved every awesome. minute of the experience. It was awesome. Did Jane put her handprint in there? We tried, but it, it started <laughs> curing so fast. Really? That, and she's not heavy enough, so she was trying, but she tra- and it didn't work. So she did you actually try? We did, we did, and she 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 doesn't weigh enough. She's still she's six, my daughter. So she she doesn't weigh enough. We tried to push her hand in, and it didn't work. So it obviously was curing that quickly, which is. I think good and bad, but he said it should be okay. So they'll be a but little no. light, light touches. <laughs> so not as exciting of a Cinco de Mayo, but it was exciting for us. So right. how about how about your Cinco de Mayo experience? Mine was great. So I was in the Florida Keys. So I know, I know. What more can you ask for? Gosh. Um, so yeah, I spent some time coming from Key West back to Fort Lauderdale and made our way back home. But it's beautiful out there. Oh. And you have you been? No, I've I've been to Orlando when I was you know ten years old. I think right. that was the only time. But this time of year too, I imagine it's probably quite lovely down there. It was so pretty, and honestly, the weather. I mean, it's hot. It is, but it wasn't unbearable. It was awesome, and just spent some time on the beach. <sighs> kind of drove around. We drove all the way through there. So there's that seven mile bridge. Um, have you heard of that? I heard of it i don't think i've i don't i don't know that yeah i know what it looks like but so in true lies oh <laughs> wait a minute okay okay yep, yep, back yep. up we're good yep so the bridge that they <laughs> the bridge that they blow up it's like right next to there because there's an old so there's an old seven mile bridge that they used to have a railway on and that was the original and then they built a new one right next to it so I think, like in some of the movies, like True Lies, they blew up the old one. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. God, that's cool. Okay. It is. Now I know what you're talking about, at least. But beautiful. Highly recommend down there. So did you have enough beers for both of us? I did. I did indeed. And if you do go down there, there's a brewery called Isla Morado down there that has the best ale. It's like a citrus ale. Ooh. Yeah. Perfect for so beach drinking. There's another, another beer suggestion. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that kind of meanders us. That's that's all about the beer. We want to talk a little bit about our topic today, which is how to prepare your house to list or to sell. Yeah. And Nick, have you have you had any sellers kind of ask you, like, do I really need to do anything to my house now to sell it? Or will it just, you know, just go fly off the market? I know. It's well, <laughs> and given the market, I mean a lot of people probably think it's it's more that direction. Um, At least here in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been the experience. I think, you know, there are there are always going to be things that can be done, but it 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 is that kind of misnomer that just hundred percent across the board that you can just put your house on the market, you're gonna get twenty offers and it's gonna be, you know, 20% over list price and you're going to have to com- have all these competing, you know, bidding war things and stuff. And it's not every situation is the same. Right. So I don't know that that's something that people can just expect without really thinking through the entire process, which is why that listing appointment, that listing consultation is so important. Yeah. Cause everyone's different, right? Every seller's different. Every buyer's different. It's important to really get a good feel for what you know, the house or what a buyer is looking for. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And ask those questions during that, that listing appointment so that you are a resource for the seller and also able to help them navigate what this is going to look like, whether it's they want to list it in a week or they want to list it in a year. 
And that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of the the thought process around it. Yeah. So, I guess I mean I like to start with some of those big ticket items. Just kind of find out if they've been replaced, if they've been um, kind of updated, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. I'll start with like the roof, furnace, AC. It's always good to know the age of those so that you can kind of put it on a seller's property disclosure and so that someone knows. Um, same with the, I guess, water heater, sewer line. All important things. Yeah. You know, electrical panel falls into that right. category too. And I think I think you're right that knowing those ages is really important. What's great about that consultation time that you're having is not every seller is the, the bookkeeping master, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not always going to be that they can say, well, I had the furnace, I've had them that say, yeah. I had the furnace replaced three years ago. I had the water heater replaced last year. The sewer line was done in 2016. Like there are those that are that organized, but for those that aren't and every everyone is different, it's nice to know as the agent that you can bring those things up in a fashion that's going to spark that thought of, oh, wait, I need to think about that or I need to check into when that was and and odds are they can probably find most of that information. So it's helpful to them to show, it shows that level of resourcefulness as the agent. I think it's great to ask those questions. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, so a lot of people kind of update those as they go, right? Do you, when you take a buyer through a house, do you um, look at those items? I, I love, I love pointing those things out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, even to the point where if there, if it says, Hey, the, the furnace is in the crawl space, I'm in the crawl space. I don't mind getting down there. And even if, you know, I'm getting a little bit those dusty and dirty. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's worth, it's worth it yeah. to at least get a, I'm not an expert on HVAC or any of those things, but at least to get a look at them and get a sense of maybe the age as, as the buyer's agent. Absolutely. Right. And maybe know some of the things that might come at, up during inspections. Hundred percent. So, and I think those are important for a seller to be aware of as well. Absolutely, and Obviously. that's that's where that seller's property disclosure comes into play. That's why that like the that inspection, yep, that chat on well. the listing consultation is good, and then yeah, the inspectional, it all comes out in the inspection anyway. So yeah, might you as well had know one what you today, can know. Huh? <laughs> I did, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you learn those things, right? You right. learn about the age of all those things. So I think you know those are. Those are often items that you can point out whether it's whether or not you want to fix them up front. If it's like, hey, I want to sell next, you know, I want to list in a month. Mm-hmm. You know, those are some things you can talk about. Sometimes it makes sense to replace them. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Um, there are some things, though, I think, too, that are like a straight up you don't need to right now in this market. I'll put it that way. I'll preface it that way that there you don't need to worry about right. changing. So, I mean, are there things like that that pop up that you've thought about when you're talking to people before they list? Um, what exactly? Like, not like you thinking you don't necessarily I'm... need to change like the paint color, for example, oh, or yes. things like that. You know, I mean, those are those are things that you don't really have to do before you go to market. And I say that with the caveat that if there's some sort of odor or something going on in the house, maybe you want to think about that. But there are those items that you know, when a buyer buys, they're going to do the things that make it their own. Right. So, yeah, you maybe not not necessarily change a paint color, but you might want to do some things to freshen up. I think that makes a huge difference between a house that, like if you walk into a house and you have chip paint kind of all over, you might want to fix those areas because I think it just makes a big difference. Yeah, or a grungy carpet. There might be some things like smaller things like that, like paint, 
just kind of maybe more do retouches, touch-ups. Well, and that, that shows care. Like you yeah. were talking about, you know, the, the care for the home. I mean, it, it shouldn't look like the, the seller ran away screaming with their hair on fire when they listed the house and they didn't do anything to it. It should look like it was cared for. That's going to make a big difference oh, in yeah. the eyes of a buyer. And I would think a seller would want to care for their house too, right? So, um, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's, I know this is something you talked about before too, the idea of make those changes while you're living there already. If you're not going to sell for a few years, you can also, it, it's going to make your living situation better while you're still living there. You know, if you, if you make those improvements, you make, you do the furnace, you do the water heater, all of a sudden your, your living situation in that house until you list it is better. And I think that makes a big difference. I think so too. And I, so another big thing with that is kind of some of the big, bigger remodels maybe. Um, so if you want to change your floors or if you want to do a kitchen remodel, I mean, why not do that while you're still living there? As opposed to right before you list it, <laughs> just to get some more money. Like you might as well enjoy it beforehand. So if it's something you're thinking about maybe selling in a couple years, why not do the remodel first? Yeah, and every, and it might make sense. Yeah, and everybody's different. Yeah. But, but you're right. I think it's worth enjoying while you can. And then there's those ones that are low-cost items or, or no-cost items almost okay. to, to do that are, that are definitely worth it. You know, things to the effect of if you're in a – if you're in the Denver metro area and you're in a what's called a hutch home or things like that, a lot of times you're going to see carpeted areas that if you pull that carpet up, there's beautiful borderline untouched hardwood underneath that looks fantastic. That is a little bit of time and, you know, a little bit of sweat equity, but if you do that, there's, you know, there's a good chance that you can improve the look of that home. With, with almost no cost to you as the seller before you sell. That's one of those big things. Yeah. To be able lawn. to make it really easy. <laughs> Do some landscaping. Pick up dog poop. Maybe a little, yep, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, it sounds silly, but we say it because we've seen it, right? Right. I mean, unfortunately, taking buyers out and seeing houses where there's dog poop all over the backyard, like, it's a real thing, so. Well, and I mean, I think people care for their homes it's a big thing to be able to sell your house and so it's really important i think for people to it's almost like you're putting your best foot forward right so make it look nice couldn't have said it any better yeah i mean it should look like you've you've got something that you're handing off to someone else that you care about and you want them to care about it too yeah 100 percent our managing broker says that even though we are not emotionally connected to like everything that we do all the time that what we deal in primarily is emotions because it is a very real thing for people as they are buying or selling it's connected to them and 100%. so being able to manage that is is huge for them and and hopefully help them with that i think that's a big deal yeah so that kind of brings us i guess to our last point kind of how you know how do you prepare it that just like the last minute touches, right? So you kind of make sure it's nice and clean. And you can either have professional cleaners come in and do that, or you can do it yourself. It's kind of up to you on that. And then, um, like you said, clean up the yard a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and stuff like that. you know, we all live in our homes too, but remove mm -hmm. that clutter at that point. When you want to make the house marketable, 
make it marketable. And that's where your agent's going to come into play mm-hmm. too. If sometimes they use stagers, sometimes they can just help you do it. Hey, if you remove this much clutter, it's going to look a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing. It's, Huge. And it's, that doesn't cost you much necessarily either, but it is a time consuming piece that's going to make a difference. Yeah. And especially if you find a different place to move in before, you know, before that you, before you list your house, staging is awesome. That could really bring up the value of your home. Absolutely. And I've been in both where it's left bare and sometimes that's more appealing to that buyer. And then there's ones where it's staged beautifully and that's more appealing to a different buyer. So it it does really depend on the scenario. So I agree with you. That's a big piece too. So there's a lot of things to be done. Uh, It doesn't all have to be crazy and scary. And And it doesn't all have to happen right before you list. Exactly. That's the hugest thing is, you know, some of those bigger remodels, do them a little bit beforehand. Enjoy it and then list your house. Absolutely. And when you you list your house, when you get under contract, when you close, then take your family to the brewery and go celebrate (laughs) with a beer. Exactly. That's that's what I would do. Denver Beer Company. I would. Why not? It's right there. Um. Yeah. That's that's our show for today. Want to give the shout out to Denver Beer one last time. Please go check them out. They're on the corner of Old Wadsworth and 50, no, 57. Ralston. Ralston, right. yeah. yeah. Um, and um, also check out their other locations. Also, if you like what you're hearing and seeing here, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Yes, I'm at Costalecki Homes. And I'm at. You cannot spell. It, I'm sure. It's, it's got, our our, our producer is gonna. Bottom. What he's gonna do is he's gonna make a really nice graphic, so you cannot because you can't spell my last name either. It's okay. They're um, they're memorable. That's what we're gonna call it. And I'm at nickp one reco on Instagram. But please, please follow us, subscribe, uh, check us out, message us, let us know what you think of the the podcast and brewskis and housekeys. Love the brewskis yeah. and housekeys. So, cheers. Cheers. Till next time. Yep.